have to start this episode of Edge of Your Seat Podcast with a brand new sponsor. Happy to work with Sisters Slangin' Codes and Saving You Loads. Great company. Start off something new, something different, using technology, helping you get things easier and cheaper. Very excited to be in business with Sisters Slingin' Codes and Saving You Loads, and it's going to be a lot of fun creating advertisements for them and sharing with you every single episode. Ever heard of them? Maybe not. So here's your introduction. It's not easy to shop nowadays, right? Store shopping is non-existent, or it's a chore just to get to a store. Online shopping is definitely where it's at now. But what sites do you go to? Which sites are spam? Are you really going to get an item or did you just donate money to somebody you don't even know? Which sites have the best deals? Sister slinging codes and saving you loads makes the headache of shopping much easier and cheaper. The sisters, owners Tanya and Cassie Milas, find limited time deals or coupon codes and share them on their Facebook page, Sister Slinging Codes and Saving You Loads. If there is something you're searching for, send them a message and they'll find it for you. They've already partnered with Amazon and plan to add many more partnerships for the best deals on all items. Through Amazon, Amazon Prime will be needed to purchase an item, but if you don't have it, no worries. The sisters will send you a link for a free 30-day trial period so you can get the items you can't live without. We all like cheap and easy to find. How about free? Sister Slinging Codes and Saving You Loads has giveaways. They've already held two drawings and are now working on their 100 follower giveaway. The winner of the drawing, after 100 FB followers has been reached, will receive a bundle of items seen on their page. Invite a friend and tag the invited friend on the post. Share post. The sisters are tracking all shares. Order through a link and comment, got it, on the post. Do those things and you'll be entered. Follow the Sisters Slinging Codes and Saving Loads Facebook page to save you money and easily find all the items you're looking for or even the items that just catch your eye. Any additional questions, send the sisters a message on Facebook or an email at tccsbusiness19 at gmail.com. Seems like something fantastic. If you're a shopper, this is for you. Sit at home, order what you want, things you need, things you want, gifts, all the shopping essentials you can do with sister slinging codes and saving loads. And that was a spectacular way to start episode 193 of Edge of Your Seat podcast with our special guest, Devin Masters, aka South Claw Sam. Devin is the mascot for the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp, who, after today's loss, are now 14-15 and on the season. The last game of the season is tomorrow, Wednesday, April 4th. We're recording right now. It is 11.58 p.m. April 3rd. By the time we get done editing, making everything awesome, it'll probably be wee hours of the morning of April 4th, so really it would be today by the time you hear this. But April 4th, last game for the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp, which is in the College Prospect League. First year in Peru, Illinois. Hopefully they will be here for a little while longer. A lot while longer would be awesome. Devin has been a mascot since junior high in Granville. Also was a mascot for the high school Putnam County. He loves interacting with the fans. He's very good at it. I've seen him in action. Does his thing. And he's also a sports buff. We talk a lot of things. Does make a prediction for the NBA Finals because we did talk a few weeks ago. Was he correct? We'll see. Before we get to our chat with Devin Masters, South Claw Sam, lots of stuff to talk about. Sports world is going nuts the last week or so. Baseball trades. NBA free agency, NBA draft. It's getting nuts. Football heating up because it's about to start. Preseason right around the corner. Season starts September 9th. It's coming. It's coming fast and I cannot wait. 
And we got the Olympics going on right now. This next segment, which is all about Tokyo 2021 Olympics, is brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford, a community dealership that is here for you. Got to start with the medal count, gold medals. China is still leading the way with 32. USA, 25. Japan is third with 19. Australia, fourth with 14. Russia, fifth with 13. Total medals, gold, silver, and bronze, USA is leading with 75. China has 69. Russia has 52. Japan has 36. And Australia has 34. USA highlights, and there were a lot today on Tuesday. Starting off, 21-year-old Sydney McLaughlin sets the world record in the women's 400-meter hurdles, 51.46 seconds. Man, that is fast. Whew. Didn't see it live. Saw a highlight. Man, like a blur. Didn't even see the hurdles. So fast. In the process of setting the world record and obtaining a gold medal, she actually defeated fellow American and the defending champ from the 2016 Olympics, Delilah Muhammad. Big deal for Sydney McLaughlin. Get a gold, beat a teammate, set a world record. That's the way to do it in the Olympics. 800 meter, a thing move. First woman to win the 800 meter, get a gold medal since 1968. Bringing the gold in the 800 meter back to the United States of America. That's a good thing for a thing. Had to, right? Had to. Wrestling. This is a huge one. Tamra Mensah Stock. 68 kilograms, a.k.a. 150 pounds, becomes the first black woman to win a gold medal in wrestling and only the second woman to do it, period. Congratulations to Tamra. She did do a speech afterwards saying... I just wanted to prove to everybody, no matter who you are, that you could do it. Great message. Awesome for her. Awesome for United States. Great way to add to the gold medal count. USA men's basketball played Spain and won 95-81 in a quarterfinal. United States is now on to a semifinal. They're looking better and better every game. I know they were upset a couple times. France beat them the first game of the Olympics. They lost some exhibition games. We're not looking like the USA basketball team that we know and love. Now they're starting to turn the corner a little bit, playing a lot better. Defense in the second half against Spain was on point. Lockdown defense. I give it to Drew Holiday, who was guarding Ricky Rubio, who had a great performance. We'll get to that in a second. And Draymond Green. Green had three steals to go with his nine points and five rebounds. Just the hustle, the I'm going to stop you at every chance I can get mentality from both of those players spread to the rest of the USA team, and they shut it down in the second half. Offensively, Kevin Durant, 29 points, led United States, 13 in the third quarter. That was kind of the game-changing quarter for USA as they were down at one point by 10 points. I just mentioned Rubio. I have to give the Spaniard an apology Because on the last podcast, when I said that he was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers, said I didn't even know he was still in the league. Okay, I did know, but I was surprised he was still in the league, and I thought he was kind of done. Well, against the United States, he scores 38 points, 13 of 20 from the field. He becomes the opponent of the United States with the most points in an Olympic game, passing the record of 32 by Dirk Nowitzki, in the 2002 World Championships. So Rubio's 38 points is the most of any international competition ever. Olympics, World Championships, anything. Nobody has scored 38 points against us. So apologies, props to Ricky Rubio. As we speak right now, now it's after midnight. It is officially April 4th. United States women's basketball team is playing right now against Australia in a quarterfinal. And the red, white, and blue, okay, they're both red, white, and blue, of America 
are winning 42-27 with 1.30 left in the second quarter. Basketball is basketball and anything can happen, but 21-point lead, inching halftime, it might be a wrap already. Good stuff, United States. Hopefully they can keep it up and get into the semifinal. Awesome story in gymnastics today. Simone Biles makes a comeback, gets a bronze medal on the beam, shows that, hey, mental illness is real. I had to take a step away, but I'm still a part of this team. I want to come and cheer. I want to come and compete. Might be her last Olympics ever. She has seven career medals, four of them being gold. This is her second bronze on the beam, actually. Just a good story showing like, hey, things happen. I'm coming back. I'm battling them. And she was kind of like a leader, a mentor to the rest of the Olympic team. That was pretty cool to see. It's not all about gold, 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 gold. Even though in terms of medal counts, yeah, it might be. And, you know, you're not the winner if you don't win the gold. But it's not all about winning too. It's about your team, your country, your coaches, your mental health, making sure your life is okay. Because in all reality, it is just a sport. And that was cool to see, and hopefully a lot of people pick that up and understand where she was coming from. The Olympic segment was brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership that is dedicated to being community first. A small dealership in a small town, no doubt, that's what it is. However, the staff of General Manager Ski Hartman and his associates, Jason Hintz and Doug Safranic, pride themselves in being here for you. They don't want to sell you one vehicle. They want to form a bond, a relationship to get you every vehicle you want and cars, trucks, and SUVs for your friends and family. Doug Safranic is from Mendota. He was a basketball player of the year in 2003, and he is ready to use his knowledge of vehicles to connect with your wishes to get you the vehicle you're searching for. Jason Hintz has been with Shimmer Mendota Ford for six years giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Shimmer family. Ski, Jason, and Doug will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on Highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, check out www.mendotaford.com. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Shimmer Mendota Ford. I know you're probably not supposed to be on your phone while you're at work, while you're talking to people you love, but it's been really hard the last two days with the moves that the Chicago Bulls are making. They are finally becoming a team that's relevant, more than relevant. They have a chance to be a top three or four team in the East. No, they're not going to be the Brooklyn Nets. Probably not going to be the Milwaukee Bucks defending champions. No, but they are right after them on paper as they continue to sign good slash great players. Yesterday, Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, awesome, awesome, significant pickups. Tuesday, the Bulls rocked Twitter. Twitter was going off the hinges with what the Bulls were doing as they are going to complete a sign and trade with the San Antonio Spurs for DeMar DeRozan. Three years, 85 million. Man, that makes me extremely happy. DeMar DeRozan, one of my favorite players because he does everything. Offense, defense at a high level, not the highest. He is not a LeBron James or a Kawhi Leonard that type of player, but he is the tier right underneath. He is a great second option, a fantastic third option, and that X-Factor guy that's going to win you a lot of games. Don't know about championships yet? Hasn't happened, but it could. I wouldn't be surprised. He's now going to be on a team where he is doesn't have to be the guy. He could be the guy on any given night, but he doesn't have to be. His ability to do everything Rebound, block shots, pass. The small plays that he does on a great high level of performance is going to be 
instrumental to the Bulls' success. The only part I didn't like about the deal is that the Bulls got rid of Thaddeus Young. I love Thad Young, the energy he plays with, what he's able to do on the court. To me, fantastic player and a glue guy that you like to have. But if that's who they had to get rid of to get DeMar DeRozan on the squad, I mean, sometimes you got to cut ties even though you don't want to. Also in the deal from the Bulls to the Spurs was Al Farouk Aminu. Kind of been beat up health-wise. Really not a big deal for the Bulls. Probably wasn't going to be there anyway. He was going to get shipped out somehow. And a future round first pick. That might hurt a little bit, but who knows what can happen in the NBA. Hopefully this ends the five years of no playoffs for the Bulls. They weren't even in the bubble ball last year for COVID-19. Five years of no playoffs. What DeMar DeRozan brings to the table, besides everything I said, we can break down some numbers. He will turn 32 on Saturday, so he is at his prime. In a year or two, might be declining a prime, but at 32 years old, you now have the experience in the NBA, your body's still working at a high level, he's in his prime. The Bulls usually don't get a superstar in the prime unless they draft him and they stay around for a while. They made a huge move to get a star, not going to call him a superstar, he's a star though, four-time All-Star, in his prime. He averaged 21.6 points last year. He's averaged 20 or more for the last eight seasons and 6.9 assists a game last year. He played nine seasons with the Toronto Raptors, three seasons with the San Antonio Spurs after being traded for Kawhi Leonard. We all know the deal. Kawhi Raptors win a championship. DeRozan kind of struggles to get the Spurs to the playoffs. Their long, long, long tenure of making the playoffs every year was broken in that span. But it wasn't all on him. Not a lot of guys around him. Him and LaMarcus Aldridge don't think fit very well together. But it is what it is. Now he's a bull. I'm smiling. I'm happy. The cool thing is, is that the Bulls are still $20 million below the luxury tax. So if they can get a couple other veteran guys or young pieces that can add, maybe not everything, maybe not versatile, crazy style, but a three-point shooter, a lockdown defender, a big-time rebounder, somebody that excels in one or two things, that would be awesome and be key to the Chicago Bulls' success. Because now they got the players that can do everything. Now they need those X-Factors, those glue guys. The ones that are role players, and they mean a lot, even though they're not the first, second, third, fourth best player on the team. So this is what the starting lineup for the Chicago Bulls looks like right now. Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Larry Markinen, Nikola Vucevic. Not a fan of Markinen. I would love to see him traded. I don't think he fits with this team. It's not his team. He thinks he's a bigger star than he is, in my mind. And I would like to see him traded away for another piece that's going to make the Bulls awesome. And honestly, with the roster now, I wouldn't mind seeing him on the bench and Patrick Williams starting. Patrick Williams showed signs of being a really capable, awesome player. I know when he was drafted fourth pick, I was dogging him. Wasn't even a starter. He was the sixth man, but he played well. As a rookie, he did okay. He can shoot. He played with enthusiasm. He was fun to watch. So maybe the Bulls knew something I didn't. I would not like to think so, and I'll never admit that again. But it was a good pickup. We'll see where it goes from there. Maybe it was just a good first year, and then he doesn't get any better. He will have to improve, and we'll see if he can. Because now he's got guys to facilitate him. Lonzo can pass the ball. DeRozan can pass the ball. Vucevic is a good passing center. Levine is getting better at passing the ball. So this might be a whirlwind for Patrick Williams, and he becomes a way better player than he was a year ago. So on the bench, Alex Caruso, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Troy Brown Jr., Devon Dotson, Denzel Valentine, Ayo Desumu, Javante Green. After Kobe White... Denzel Valentin's, uh, he's all right. Ayo Dosunmu might not play much, but hopefully he shows some signs of awesomeness 
I'm pushing for AO to be a good NBA player coming right out of University of Illinois, getting drafted by the Illinois Chicago Bulls. It would be awesome, great story to see him do well. So if they could use that 20 mil that they're below the luxury, get a couple more guys that may be a little better, a little more talented, and maybe they can make a real push here. Other teams making some moves, making some signings. Carmelo Anthony signing a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. 2003 draft. I'll never forget. LeBron James is available. Carmelo Anthony is available. Bunch of other guys. It's a great draft. Great draft class. And I thought Carmelo Anthony was the best player in that draft. I really did. I watched him win the championship at Syracuse. He was fantastic. I'd heard about this kid out of high school named LeBron, but I thought Carmelo was going to be the better player. Carmelo was great. Crazy all-star, one of the best players in the league for a while, but not the best. That was LeBron. Now they're both on the same team. This is going to be very, very interesting to see how it plays out. Add Russell Westbrook, add Anthony Davis. It's going to be a fun show to watch. Don't know if all the pieces are going to be there for them to get out of the West. West is crazy strong. But with that amount of talent You can never say never, that's for sure. Steph Curry becomes the first player ever to sign a contract over $200 million. Four years, $215 million to stay with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, money's money and they're going to pay him? Cool. He's one of the best players in the league still. Probably a top five. The dude gets it done. He was an MVP candidate this past year. In my mind, he wasn't on the final three, but I thought he should have been. Great player, deserves the money. Andre Drummond signs a one-year deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. Definitely means Dwight Howard will not be there next year. So he will either be next to Joel Embiid or behind him as a backup. That would be a frightening defensive front line with Andre Drummond and Joel Embiid. Mike Conley Three-year, $72.5 million deal with Utah Jazz. Don't know if he's worth that much money, but he is a good point guard in a point guard-heavy league. So take it how you want. I don't know who else they could have got if they didn't bring back Mike Conley, but he is a game-changer. He makes everybody around him better. Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler in talks of a four-year deal that will be somewhere around $184 million dollars. He deserves it. He is that team. That's his team. Chris Paul staying with the Phoenix Suns. Four years, 120 mil. Don't know about that kind of money. I know he wanted one more huge payday. He is 37 years old. He's been hurt a lot. He still chokes in big moments. Don't know if I'd pay him that, but he did make the Phoenix Suns a way better team. He took DeAndre Ayton under his wing, made him a better player. Made Devin Booker, who was already a good player before he got there, even better. Helped them get to the NBA Finals. Win a Western Conference Finals. I mean, it's not like he's awful and a bad player. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that. But he is 37 years old, and you see the signs of wear and tear. That's all I'm saying. I hope he still has a great season this upcoming year, and the Phoenix Suns make some noise in the Western Conference again. Because people are picking them to maybe not do what they were able to do this year. I'm not going to say that. But it all starts with Chris Paul. If he can't perform, then they're not going anywhere. This is a cool time of the year. Like I said, free agency for the NBA. MLB just went through trade deadline. But it's also the best time of the year because it's warm. Pools are open. Baseball is being played. The grill is fired up. And all renovations can be made on your home. We all have improvements we want to make on our home, whether it's inside on any floor, in any room, with stairs, tiling, in the bathroom, the bedroom, the front room, the kitchen, outside at a standing level with siding and windows, or a new roof, a garage, a shed, you name it, Olsen Construction has the ability to make everything in your house suit you and your family. Olsen Construction is a licensed and insured family owned and operated company 
that prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Not only do brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olson have the skills to install, demolish, build, recreate, calculate, formulate, percolate, but they also have the experience of more than 10 years to take care of your home renovations from blueprint to completion with your thoughts, opinions, and wishes taken with every step of the journey. For a free estimate, call Olsa Construction at 815-910-5982. Check out the Olsa Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to olsenconstruction19 at gmail.com. Hit you with some baseball talk. White Sox 7-1 win over the Kansas City Royals today. Dylan Cease, sixth inning of scoreless baseball, ties his season high with 11 Ks, only allowed one hit. Cubs lost 13-6 to the Colorado Rockies. The Rockies got a grand slam from Elias Diaz. Oof, that hurts, that hurts. The Sox lead the AL Central by nine and a half games as they are 63-44. and the Cubs are kind of plummeting, 51-57 record, 13 games behind the Milwaukee Brewers. They're not catching up. They might fall to the worst team in the division, the National League Central. But you just had a fire sale. All your great players are gone, hitting home runs for other teams, saving games for other teams. It's sad. It's sad. But... Hopefully these pieces can gel and get better as the rest of the season goes on. Couple real quick nuggets football action. First of all, Indianapolis Colts quarterback Carson Wentz, foot surgery, out for a while. Good. I hope he doesn't come back. He's a bum of a quarterback. I've never liked him. Don't know why he was given a chance to be a starting quarterback anyway. Just get rid of him. Don't even let him come back. Tell him he's banned or something. New York Giants coach Joe Judge might be doing some banning. The Giants had a fight, like a knockout dragout, in the locker room. Quarterback Daniel Jones reportedly on the bottom of the pile. Joe Judge, very, very angry with his team, released a statement. Yeah, I would be too. We're talking about grown men. These are not little kids. And you're getting paid millions upon millions of dollars to play professional football. Fighting your teammates should not be on your priority list or even the list or on somebody else's list. Nobody should not be duking it out at professional age, at professional status, at NFL, anything. No fights. No fights. It's not the way to go. We as humans or aliens, well, at least a couple of you are, like to be clean at all times. Have to stay fresh. Smelling good, looking good, teeth shiny, hair did, all the works. Well, your car is the same way. It can't be filthy, fungus growing in the back seat, six layers of dust on the dash, coffee stains on the floorboard. No way. Mike's Pro Shop and Sales, located at 204 South Spalding Street in Spring Valley, will give your car the scrub-a-rub-dub it needs and deserves. Mike's disinfects to prevent sickness or the start of another pandemic. Cleans gets those tough places to reach where all the dirt and grime always seems to sit. Rust proof so your vehicle stays hole free and has no structural issues. Cares for fabric. Extremely important if you have kids spilling everything they touch. Mike's makes the splat of the long drop from the kid past the car seat to the fabric disappear. Mike's is a full body shop and can tend to most automobile needs. And it is now offering pickup and delivery services. Contact Mike's Pro Shop and Sales to schedule a pedicure, manicure, a freshening up of your vehicle at 815-663-2060 or via email at mikesproshop204 at gmail.com. Well, listeners, friends, supporters, 
Thank you for checking out Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Have a great guest in Devin Masters, a.k.a. Southclaw Sam. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, as always. Every time, get a follow, feedback, email, comment. It's always appreciated. Love having a supportive fan base and listeners that come back show after show. Thank you very much. We will be back a lot this week. We're hitting you hard. So until next time, peace. A couple days ago, went to Veterans Park in Peru, Illinois. Saw a Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp game. Unfortunately, they lost 4-3 to the Danville Dans. However, got to see the mascot playing with the kids, making sure that they were having fun, enjoying the game, enjoying the environment. It was a pretty nice day. We had to get the mascot on the show. Devin Masters as Southclaw Sam. How's it going, my man? Going pretty good today. Just soaking up this crappy weather, putting together new dance routines for next home game opportunities, and uh, always thinking about the fans, what I'm going to do next with the fans. So dance routines, you set up routines ahead of time and know what you want to do when you get in the uniform and get to the field? I set up like my own routines. I do them like basically freestyle dancing. When I'm in the suit, I just do my own thing and I just put my heart in everything I do and it shows on the field. That's awesome. So it sounds like you enjoy being Southclaw Sam. I love it. I know this is the Pistol Shrimp's first year in Peru. Have you done mascotting or been in a mascot uniform before? Yes, I have actually. I used to mascot for Putnam County Panthers for six years from my sixth grade year of junior high school to my eighth grade year in junior high and then um, from ninth grade in high school all the way to 12th grade. And I loved every minute of it. The fans, getting the fans pumped up, getting an opposing team wild getting them going it it just makes makes my job fun so you're kind of like a career mascot is that the career path you're trying to go that's one of the career paths i'm chasing absolutely my goal is to eventually someday hopefully be the mascot for either the chicago bears or the chicago cubs two of my favorite sports teams in the chicago land area that's pretty cool absolutely Another career path I'm going to eventually chase is uh, getting into um, firefighting again. I was a volunteer fireman for two and a half years from my sophomore year of high school to my senior year of high school, but things didn't work out, so I had to do what was best for me and step away from it, and then that's what got me back into mascotting and couldn't be more thankful than where I'm at right now today. Awesome. So it sounds like you got a... Eggs in different baskets, mascotting, firefighter, and then you have a job as well at the moment, right? Yes, I do. I work at Mike's Pro Shop, and we detail vehicles inside, outside, wash and wax. Whatever you need, bring it into Mike's, and we'll get her done for you. That sounds like an advertisement. I'm going to have to talk to Mike, and uh, we'll do some advertisement on Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Sounds good. Well, we might have just set up an advertising deal. I like it. Starting as a mascot with Putnam County, you went to Putnam County High School. Graduated in 2018? Yes, sir. Were you already planning to, you know, be a mascot in the future? Or, you know, when the Pistol Shrimp came here, just was an opportunity? How that opportunity arose from itself was um, one day uh, I had a lot of friends of mine from Putnam County that knew I was a great mascot comment on this pistol shrimp post on facebook which got attention to my eye i wasn't really paying attention about none of this until it got brought up and my name kept getting tagged in it and then one day i got a phone call and it said it was uh oakbrook illinois so i was like i'll answer it and it turned out to be our fabulous general manager june keely who uh gave me that phone call and uh interviewed me through zoom Uh, my first day and said, you know, we like what we see in your uh, videos from you being the mascot at Putnam County. 
if the opportunity arose itself, would you like to be the mascot for the pistol shrimp? I said, absolutely. I do it in a heartbeat. I do it for free. It don't, you ain't got to pay me for it. And a couple days later, I got another phone call from our awesome general manager, June Keeley, and uh, she let me know I had the job secured. And uh, I was pretty happy with excitement. I called my mom to let her know, and she was happy because it had been a long time since I'd mascot. It had been about a three-year break. Now that I'm back to it, it feels like I never left from it. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. So you're doing this for free? No. Uh, I Actually, now I get paid $30 a game. Uh, I can't complain. We go out and do community events as well. They pay me for that as well. Awesome. Good stuff. It's like you do a really good job to be doing it for free. I did it for free for a few months there, but now that they got me on the payroll, it's not for free anymore. But my mom and dad both know my talents are, are more than free worthy. So and I'm glad that, you know, they're paying me. But I told them in the end, pay doesn't really matter to me. I love doing what I do, and that's all that matters. For sure. For sure. That's really cool, man. Absolutely. Do you think uh, they'll be back next year? Without a doubt in my mind, I have a feeling they'll be back. I know that from what I have heard, their plan is to stay in the Illinois Valley for at least five years, if not more. If we can keep the great fan base coming in and all the food vendors and such, I think we'll be around for a long time like the Peoria Chiefs in Peoria. That would be awesome. I really, really hope that the Pistol Shrimp can stick around and, you know, make this their home because it is a cool environment. It is a cool place to watch baseball. The level of baseball is cool. They got a good mascot. That's a nod to you. The food is good. I had a bra and I think I had some nachos when I was at the game the other day. Everything was super awesome. I hope that sticks around for, you know, guys like me or families or, you know, anybody really. To go catch a baseball game, I think I went on like a Wednesday or a Thursday night. It was Thursday. So I went on a Thursday night, and it was cool entertainment. As the mascot, you don't drink, right? No, sir, I do not. I stick to my ice water and my Gatorade, and sometimes every now and then when I'm not in the mascot suit, soda. There we go. I was just playing around, but I know when I was at the game, I heard somebody ask you if you were drinking on the job. No, I would never do that. Professional. There you go, there you go. Do you hear some crazy stuff from fans? I have heard some crazy stuff from uh, opposing teams before. Through my years of being the mascot, I've been taunted. I've been screamed every curse word in the universe at me. But it doesn't stop me from doing my thing. I just go out there to perform and make my team and my side of the deal happy. And everybody else's side of the deal that comes to watch the game, the players, the team, and of course the mascot as well. Perfect. Have you ever thrown blows, thrown hands as a mascot? Never. Uh, that's too unprofessional like in my book to do so. Now, if I were to get to the pros where they do those little mascot dance battles, they, they pretend to hit each other. Maybe then I would I would get to that level, but not right now in my in my time in my career of being the mascot. Definitely, I knew you were gonna say no. Just thought I'd ask it because it would be really really funny to see a mascot fighting. Absolutely, it would be. But you're like just not me, right? Good stuff, Devin. Good stuff. Don't know if I should call you by your real name or by the mascot name right now. Whatever works best for you. <laughs> We'll go, Devin. Maybe I'll switch it up and say Sam here and there, or even call you Southclaw, whichever. Yeah, that works. I will say this. When I used to be the mascot at Putnam County, before every game, when the players would get warmed up, after we get warmed up, we do the national anthem like every team does. Nobody kneels for the flag, which is good. Everybody stood, and after the national anthem, our players would get together in a big huddle, and we go, rah, 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 and I'd get in there with them, and it just made that much more fun as being the mascot to be around. And with the pistol shrimp, what makes my my job and what I do fun is when uh, we do the intros for the players, and they come out and high-five me, fist-bump me. It's always fun to get that from them, 
and they know I can't talk, but sometimes uh, before the games I'll go in and I'll say, let's go grab that W today. Let's get back on track and get a rally win today. And they know when, when I have their back and when they have my back, which is nice to have as a mascot. Perfect. So you've always had the team support because you're supporting the team. Always, always. Good stuff, my man, good stuff. Have you always been a sports fan? Always been a big sports fan since I was about eight years old. I grew up watching NASCAR with my old man on television, about three years old, way after Dale Sr. had passed away. So I rooted for senior son, Junior, until Junior retired up, and uh, I think it was 2018 he retired. And now I'm a big Hendrick Motorsports fan, a team that he finished his career with. And I'm a Chase Elliott fan in NASCAR. I'm a Cubs fan in baseball. I'm a Spurs fan in basketball, but rooting for the Phoenix Suns and Monty Williams to get a, a ring this year in the NBA Finals. I'm a Blackhawks fan in hockey, because why not? The Blackhawks are one of the best teams in all of hockey. Not right now, but they'll get back to their old selves and their old ways. In the NFL, I'm a Bears fan, and every now and then I cheer for the Kansas City Chiefs because the Chiefs are a pretty good team to cheer for and root for. And that would be about all the sports I cheer for. Perfect, perfect. You mentioned the NBA Finals. It's been a lot of fun to watch. I've always been a basketball fan. I watch games all season long. This NBA Finals is saw. A lot of cool things. There was no stars, like super-duper stars like Kevin Durant, LeBron James. Or LeBron James, yeah. Or Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, you know, all those guys that have made the finals, won championships, things like that. They weren't there. And we kind of got a fresh look, new players that haven't been in the finals. Only one, Jay Crowder, is the only guy on the Suns, and there's none on the Bucks that have ever been here before. It's kind of cool. It's a great feeling to have watching the NBA Finals this year, knowing that Chris Paul is in his 16th NBA for his first championship, and he's leading a young core in Devin Booker, uh, Cameron Payne, Dario Saric, and all those other great players on the Phoenix Suns to the NBA Finals. He's done that so far. Now it's, uh, can he finish what has been started? He got his team here. Now let's see if he can finish. It seems every time Chris Paul gets in a moment like this, it never goes his way. This time, I'm a fan of his, and I'm rooting for it to go his way. Chris Paul has helped make DeAndre Ayton look like the best big guy since, like, Shaq in 1994. Yeah, absolutely. Just adding on to what you were saying about Chris Paul, he is a great point guard. But with that said, you know, 16 years, his career is kind of winding down, depending on how long he wants to play. But with Chris Paul leaving, I feel that the way we look at the point guard position is going to change or already is changing, and that generation is going to be gone. And what I'm talking about is Chris Paul is a leader point guard. He is a point guard that leads the team. He helps other players become better. He's a floor general. If you look across the league at the teams, the rosters... Now point guards are score first and really don't help their team become better unless they already have the ball. It's going to be a way different look of basketball without Chris Paul and the way he played. Absolutely it will be. And uh, Chris Paul and the way he plays the game of basketball, he's also like a coach to some of his fellow brothers on the court. And I think the newer generation of point guards is going to be terrific after what we saw out of Trey Young in the Eastern Conference for semifinals. He played his heart and soul out. He played every game pretty well. And I'm very happy that Trey Young got this far this year. He's a great basketball player to watch. Old generation, newer generation, any type. I just love to watch basketball. It's a fun sport to watch. Baseball-wise, you were talking about the Cubs not doing so hot right now. I believe they've lost, uh, I think, like 11 out of the last 12 or 13 games. That's not doing too hot. Not really. No, it's not. And uh, hopefully they'll rally back with David Ross at the uh, manager position in his first season as it, or second or third. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but I do believe the Cubs will be back, if not this year, next year they'll be back. They'll be ready to be back in the postseason 
And by October, they should be in the World Series again. Big, big, big things coming for the Cubs. I like your optimistic point of views. I don't know if the Cubs keeping the roster that they have right now can return there. I really don't think so. I think they'll have to make some other some other moves. Absolutely. You just got to be optimistic sometimes with sports, so. <laughs> Especially with Chicago teams. If you're not optimistic, you're in for a world of hurt. Absolutely. I, I'm sure I'm a Bears fan. I'm one of the biggest Bears fans around. When Ryan Pace made that decision in uh, April, late April, uh, beginning of May, at the NFL draft, and they drafted Justin Fields a quarterback, I was like, wow, this is a shocker, because normally it would have been an offensive lineman or a tight end. The Bears will keep you guessing each year in the NFL draft, and that's what's exciting about the Bears. But I'm hoping that their future gets better now that they got a great, versatile quarterback, Justin Fields, who can not only throw the ball really well, but also run like Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes if pressured. For sure. What do you think about the quarterback situation? Who should they start? Nick Foles, Justin Fields, or Andy Dalton? I think they should start with Justin Fields, but... He'd have to probably win the starting job first before they go any further. Right. So who do you think is going to be the game one quarterback? It will probably be Nick Foles to start with. And if he doesn't perform well, then that Coach Nagy will probably put Andy Dalton in there. That's the way I think it's going to go. Yeah, I think it's going to be Andy Dalton. They're paying him way too much money to have him sitting on the bench. And I think it's good for Justin Fields not to start from the get-go because we see quarterbacks no matter how talented they are how good they are the nfl game is different than the college game and they get lost in the shuffle sometime because they didn't have the development time and were put in right away and kind of lose confidence absolutely i honestly think that was mitchell trubisky's problem it's not that he couldn't be a quarterback it was he lost confidence lost his way and then the chicago fan base and then chicago lost their confidence in him and that's why he's gone absolutely i i believe the same thing and i think that mitchell trubisky was a great quarterback for the bears he just didn't have the talent around him to perform as well as he could have performed and i think him being the backup to josh allen in buffalo is going to be great for him off a great quarterback of josh allen to learn off of kind of like aaron Rodgers learned off of brett Favre coming up into the league and now we got all this Aaron Rodgers drama and the saga going on right now where do you think he's going to go is he staying in Green Bay if I were to predict sports and the way sports have gone over the past several years I don't think Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay history says he ain't going to stay in Green Bay I see him heading to Denver and making the Broncos a more competitive football team in the AFC West in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr, and then adding Aaron Rodgers into that match, it's just going to get even better. Yeah, I could totally see him in Denver. Playing for John Elway, yeah, I could see it. It's going to be a match made in heaven. If he ends up in Denver, he's got a young wide receiver core. He's going to be able to coach up as a quarterback because they always come in coaching their newer wide receivers. And I think that they, they can become very talented off a of veteran quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. As a Bears fan, I never really liked Aaron Rodgers, but I will give Aaron Rodgers credit where credit is due. He is a great quarterback, and he plays his position very well. Definitely agree. I like his game. I just hated that he was a Packer because I hate the Packers. Absolutely, me too. You mentioned you started your love for sports with NASCAR. Dale Sr., Dale Earnhardt, great driver, rest in peace. Mentioned Chase Elliott. Is there any other racers along the way that you've liked and followed? I've followed Austin Dillon throughout his years. I've followed Dale Earnhardt Jr., of course. Growing up, I was a big Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. Every time Jr. was taking the lead, I was screaming at the TV, Go Junebug, Go Junebug. And uh, he ended his career quite well, not as us junior nation fans would have liked to have seen it end, but 
uh, he came to an end on his terms, thankfully not like his dad. And Chase Elliott, a big fan of his, after winning the championship last season, every race is in the top 10 last year. He's having a great season this season, and Hendrick Motorsports is dominating. It's like 2012 all over again in NASCAR this year. Sounds like you're excited. Very excited for the future of NASCAR and all that's to come. Well, Devin, every guest on Edge of Your Seat podcast must play a game. We're going to play some hot potato. You ready for this? I'm ready. Let's do this. I hate to start off this way, but kind of have to. Better driver, Dale Earnhardt Sr., Dale Earnhardt Jr. I'm going to give it to, to, the, to his old man. The old man was always a better driver. Dale Earnhardt Jr. or Chase Elliott? Junior. Junior. Chase Elliott, Austin Dillon. Chase Elliott. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Devin Booker. Devin Booker for sure. Big role model of mine. Love watching his style of game and absolutely Devin Booker. Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul, Steve Nash. Steve Nash, prime time Steve Nash. Chris Paul, Jason Kidd. Chris Paul. Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Michael Jordan for sure. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. Kobe, Kobe all the way. Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. Kobe Bryant. Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo, Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras, Javi Baez. Javi. Sounds like Javi's your favorite cub? Absolutely. El Mago himself. Well, Devin, Southclaw Sam, we'll call you both. Thank you for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast, spending some time with us, talking about mascotting, everything that you're doing in life, and your love of sports. Thanks for joining us. Always. Can't wait to be on the show sometime soon again in the future. 